Ah, what is up, Dreadheads? Welcome back to another delicious episode of the Dread Pennies Adventure Hour podcast with your host, the notorious GPB. It is Monday, it is May 3rd, we are in a new month, and hopefully that means a fresh freaking start because daggum, last week was one of the worst that I've ever had in driving, period. Uh, how much detail do I go into? Not much. Um, let me just say that I've discovered I'm a very impatient teacher unless I have a, uh, a very ready and willing student. Pause for station identification and a drink of a warm beverage on a cool morning. We are once again driving to work. Anyway, uh, yeah, they got me training a guy, and he's a nice dude, he's cool to talk to, and he picks up on, on some things with relative quickness, and there are other elements of the job that I've had to repeat to him six, seven, eight times that he's just not keying into. And uh, I feel like I've done a decent job of not getting frustrated with him, but I am frustrated with the situation. Um, Thursday was an especially bad day, and I got about halfway through the day before I told him, like, dude, I'm, I'm sorry for my bad attitude today. I've just had a bad day. It's, you know, not your fault. And it wasn't, really. It was just Thursday's my most difficult route. And uh, it gets even more difficult when we fall farther behind, which we tend to do when I've got to stop and explain something to him yet again. And uh, I, I think it'll be all right. Um, he might be with me again this week. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, being an impatient teacher is, it's difficult because, you know, teaching anything is important. You know, any job that I've ever been good at is because somebody, you know, taught me how to do it and they were very patient about it. You know, even in, in my, one of my worst jobs in trucking, uh, you know, I, I, didn't have a whole lot of support from people around me and like the one or two operators that were like hey do this do that you know let's do it this way when you roll up to a job site and so on and so forth like that made a huge difference and so I I keep that in mind whenever I have to instruct somebody on a new topic Um, the the frustration just comes in when when they they don't seem to key in on something that's central to the job but now that I've griped about that for almost two and a half minutes let's talk about how last week went creation wise Um, Due to the aforementioned training situation, I was not able to do a whole lot of reading. Um, On Saturday, I was by myself, and so I listened to, uh, on Audible, they had, uh, like, included with the membership, they had a narration of The Art of War, which was only about an hour long, and that kind of confused me because I thought that was a really long, difficult book. Um, Maybe I was just looking at some weird annotated editions. Uh, interesting stuff, um, kind of teaches you the, the fundamental philosophies of warfare based on, you know, what size army you have, how equipped they are, how skilled they are, uh, the terrain, the weather, so on and so forth. So, uh, that was about it. Other than that, I did a lot of listening to, uh, YouTube episodes of, of channels that, uh, I hadn't yet caught up with. You guys might notice that, um, the previous update episodes of this podcast have been unpublished, and uh, that's because I still want the Dread Pennies Adventure Hour primarily to be, you know, fiction broadcasts. So we've got Homeworld, and 
Fool Silver and uh, and Sleepless Hollow. And uh, by the way, I've compiled all of these Sleepless Hollow episodes into one. You might have seen that pop up in your feed last week. So I've got the entire book, six and a half hours, uh, you know, as one single episode. Um, I'm still going to carry on episodically with the Guild of Eldritch Adventurers because I've outlined and prepared it that way, and I think it'll work fine. Um, but yeah, looking back on Sleepless, um, I think uh, it'll work better in the uh, in the solo episode format. Um, the update episodes, I'll leave them up for a week or two and then just kind of unpublish those so that the frequent listeners of the show are rewarded but the backlist of episodes doesn't become cluttered on the uh, on the show listing wherever it is that the uh, the listeners are, t- are tuning in. Uh, writing wise, I did finish that pesky third chapter of Guild, and uh, I ended up instead of delving right into what I had for the fourth chapter, I ended up going back to the outline because of how long chapter three came out to be. Uh, I I think that the length was, was justified based on what I ended up writing. But because of how long it came out to be, I thought uh, I should revisit that, and I ended up combining some chapters and some sections and, and cutting others. So instead of, I originally planned it to be nine episodes, then eight, now it's going to be seven. Uh, and I'm still going to kind of stick to my original production schedule so that it still comes out in, in June, one week at a time. But that's what's going on there. Uh, artwork, I wish I was doing a little bit more, but really trying to stick to the new habit of um, you know not overwhelming myself with stuff and not putting too much on my plate. I do have a lot more going on uh, you know just at, at home and in general as I try to uh, get more engaged in new projects with my kids. My friend Zach sends out a, uh, a periodical update letter with what's going on in his life. He's really cool. He's a, an attorney. And he used to be a university professor, and he's got a whole bunch of other cool stuff going on. And he said at the end of every night, you know, before he, he puts his son to bed, they sit and talk about a, a fantasy novel that they want to write. And I was just trying to do some math in my head, and I'm like, holy crap, his son's got to be in his mid-teens at this point. I haven't seen them in a long time. Um, so it's it's cool that he's working on a, a big epic fantasy cycle with his teenage son, and... Uh, I started a project with my own son last year, mainly to kind of work on his handwriting. Uh, you know, he's just at that age where his, his penmanship is all over the place. Letters are different sizes and on different lines and so forth. And I told him, uh, like, like, let's you and me work on a story that we want to publish. I'll do the artwork and I'll help you figure out the, uh, the outlining of it and everything. But you've got to write all of the text and your handwriting has to be really good to write all of the text and we've got the outlining done and I need to do the artwork I think once I actually get it done uh, he'll be more inclined to finalize his uh, his handwriting he's been working on it with my wife Uh, it's gotten better it's still not up to snuff but we came up with an idea for a picture book about two best friends who are arguing over something and they get into a fight and then they figure out you know how to how to cope with their their different preferences uh, you know, he created the characters, um, you know, I had him pick out the colors, I had him pick out the argument, and uh, that's all I want to say on it for now before uh, I get into production, but stay tuned to Dread Pennies on Instagram, 
because once I start doing the artwork, I'll be posting it there bit by bit, but I'm going to keep the details of it, uh, you know, closer to under wraps until the whole thing is ready to go, and then I think we'll do a, uh, a project on, on Indiegogo, that's my preferred crowdfunding site, to get a picture book of it printed. But anyway, that's where production is at right now. Uh, oh, also for reading, I started, I'm still reading that uh, Storm of Steel by Ernst Jünger. I was able to pick at it here and there, and um, just the f- first few pages of it were really fascinating, and uh, I started underlining passages of it in my copy, but I'll save my details for the full review. Uh, I've got a new YouTube video coming up this week. I recorded it yesterday and scheduled it for Wednesday. Um, first time I've done it like that. Usually I just record it and then put it up whenever, but uh, now that I've got my Sunday afternoons back, we had the uh, we had a recurring thing going on that just wrapped up last week. Now that I got my Sunday afternoons back, I might just get into uh, recording my my YouTube episodes on Sundays and, and scheduling them to post during the week so that I'm a little bit less busy on my days off. But this week's book is going to be The Best Game Ever by Mark Bowden. Uh, I'm taking another drink right here. He's the guy who wrote Black Hawk Down. He also covered uh, the 1958 game between the Colts and the Giants and uh, why it ended up being historically significant for the league and for the country. Uh, so this this week's video is on that. I, if I had been thinking about it, I would have done that video last week prior to the NFL draft, but I uh, just watched some of the draft coverage last week and I thought, okay, I'll cover that book. So that's coming up. And then, hmm, let me think of a channel to recommend unto you, one that I can link to in the description. (laughs) Shout out to Ben, who had already discovered Critical Drinker last week before I made that recommendation. Let me pop through my list real quick and and see what I might want to suggest. Ooh, ooh, okay, I've got one. It's called, and I think I'm pronouncing this right, Boily Hobby Time. Boily is the name, it's spelled B-O-Y-L-E-I. This is a guy who does models and dioramas and stuff, but he's at a very, very high skill level. The first video of his that I saw, uh, he made this this uh, sculpture of Luke Skywalker cutting an ATST in half with a lightsaber. Uh, and, he, and he walks you through the whole process of how he does it. He got a plastic model of an ATST, put it all together, and then um, cut it right in half up the middle with a thin bandsaw and uh, then glued all the pieces together so that they would hold. Figured out how to cut it so that, you know, the edges of the metal looked like they'd been split by a lightsaber, they were molten. You know, how to make a pedestal that looks like uh, forest terrain on Endor. Got a figure of Luke to, to put him in a pose right down there at the, at the bottom so you, know, you can see the dynamic motion of, okay, yeah, this dude clearly just jumped straight through this thing. And, uh, yeah, oh, it's it's just excellent. And he's got a bunch more that he's done like that. He had one this week where it was a flat, clear square of of uh, slightly darkened resin, and inside it was this giant uh, alligator. And then on top of it, you know, it was it was supposed to look like a cutaway section of a river. And then on top of it was this giant steamboat. Uh, yeah, it's just incredible. I'm gonna put a the spelling and the link in the show notes, but uh, check out Boily Hobby Time. Um, I've gotten into the uh, the maker side of YouTube as well. I found guys that restore old toys and old tools, and it's just incredible. It uh, it's kind of soothing to to watch people fix things or put things together, and 
and uh, you you learn a lot even though you're not really doing anything hands-on you're just you're watching their process and um, you know that's that's kind of one of my important things with entertainment that I consume is, is you know what what can I gain from this how does this make me you know more skilled on the mental side just by observing the things that somebody else has has already uh, gone through and learned so yeah check out Boily Hobby Time that'll do it for today uh, on Wednesday the next episode of the story podcast will drop that's uh, the summary of Suicide Run book two in Engines of Liberty so stay tuned for that one drive safe you guys I will see you out there